still four and a half hours i you just you have to wear diapers for that yeah i would you don't worry about the bloomers john, that's that's an hour and something more than john wick which I'm going to see with my nephew on Friday. I can't wait. I have a friend who went with her son yesterday for his birthday, and she was just, she just wanted to go home so badly. Really? She didn't yeah. like it? Uh, I can't yeah. wait. She's like, there's so much, you know, he just, he kills a hundred people and he comes out. On That's the, all it is. Not a scratch. Yep. Right. Well, he does get scratched. Okay, scratched. He does look downtrodden sometimes, but... I looked that up too. John Wick won. What? How many people he killed? Yeah, he killed 77 people. 128 yeah. and two. I don't see chapter three, but it was one one every 57 seconds. Jeez. In four, it's 140 people. So the, his updated kill count is 439. Wow. Oh my God. And the thing Sorry. is, he was an assassin before all this happened. Right. You know, that was his job. So God knows how many he's really killed. You know, the only bad thing is that Isabel, Isabel, what? Angelica Houston's character got killed off and she was pretty cool. So we're not going to see Keanu doing any gun control PSAs or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> do, do you think they hire like a Walmart greeter to watch the movie and like click every time someone gets killed? Yeah. I'm sure they're are enough nerds to yeah i was gonna say you know there are nerds who do that it was funny yesterday i had to go we have national public health week activities going on this week so i had to go to this hands-on hands-only cpr course and it was really funny because the woman teaching it said something about she hadn't she hadn't yelled so much about something since she was like the conductor for the marching band. And I looked over at the people sitting next to me and I said, wow, she just admitted she's a huge nerd. And then I forgot that the person next to me was a marching band person too. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. A, so yeah, everybody like, hates Grace again, huh? Yep. It's a little <laughs> embarrassing. It's that opinionated Grace. Insert foot in mouth, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. But I still am not as bad as my sister, so... Really? She's more outspoken than you, more opinionated. No, she's she's dumber than I am. So she's <laughs> I'm, Do you I'm, want me to cut this part out? Yeah, can you cut that out? But no, she just says <laughs> she just says things No filter. Not thinking. No. Yeah. Yeah, no filter. Well, I was just thinking about four and a half hours. Why were movies always ninety minutes for fifty years, sixty, seventy years? And then there there'd be a few really big big ones. But now they're if people don't get two hours, they're not getting their money. Yeah, worth. they're all and, so long. And yet our attention, we have attention deficit, supposedly. So how does that square? Yeah, yeah that's I, interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where the 90 minutes comes in necessarily. I wonder if there's an analogy with um, the three-minute pop song, right. because that came about because the 78s right. could only hold three minutes of music, and then that right. standard just stuck for a long, long time. So is there anything about a film a film reel that would be right. similar to that? Or I don't know. Right. Maybe they only had enough money to make a movie that was an hour and a half long. Maybe. And they also talk about emptying the theater, you know, for getting mm -hmm. so many shows in per, per right. night. So right. I don't know. I, but it, mm -hmm. it almost seems like, to me, there's a natural attention falling off, like around 90 minutes. I can, yeah. I can handle it up to that point now. 
I mean, if I really like something, I wish it would go for eight hours. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the last movie I felt like that about. I'm like, I wish this were eight hours long. (laughs) I have seen seen a five-hour movie. Let's see how you feel after seeing John Wick tomorrow. You might be like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I think it's two two and a half or two and three quarters. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's long, for sure. (laughs) Well, as long as I have some popcorn to eat, I'll be good. Bailey, did you send Grace the picture of the or the video of the hippo chasing the boat? Is it on my my phone oh, right now? Like I did, like I just sent that to you. Oh, because <laughs> I don't I don't know her Instagram handle, so I don't either. <laughs> There's a, a view from the back of an outboard a motorboat going down a river, and this hippo is chasing it. Was it in Colombia? <laughs> that's why. That's why I sent it to him. It yeah. could be in Colombia. <laughs> We talked about that, right? Yeah, right. We had a whole episode on invasive hippos. Yeah, invasive hippos. My question was, how how do they move that quickly? Because they don't have flippers. They just have this large body with little feet. And where but they is... they own the water though. I mean, they live so much in the water. Well, it, that was going. It might have been going twenty five miles an hour or something. Right. It just, really? Just by it was going like a porpoise. Really? So, I just kept wondering what. I'm gonna have to look for what's that. The physics behind that. How do they? How do they manage that? I mean, a crocodile or something you could see. Right, because they have the right. big tail. Yeah. Moving them forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> another one we don't have answers for. <laughs> we could make up the answer. <laughs> like I was going to say, I was going to say maybe he's taking his in air and blowing it out his butt, and that propels him. <laughs> I don't know. That's a theory. That is a theory. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's how it works. That's a gra- that's a grace fact. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a really good scary movie a couple weeks ago. It's, it was old. Did I tell you guys about it? Lake I think Lake you... Mungo. Did I tell you yeah. about it? Yeah, already? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Shoot. I, I get pleasure out of telling people about that who don't know about it because it was so scary to me. Right. <laughs> it's so good. I just want other people to be scared. I read a book maybe that you would like, though, Walt. Um, maybe you would, too, Bailey. It was really strange, though. This woman at my book club, we were talking about books about, um, like, the wilderness, right? Like, Great Heart. And mm-hmm. I wrote a, read a book called True North about a guy who basically like lived with trappers in who knows where, Nova Scotia, and it was during the winter, blah, blah, blah. And she told me about this book called um, The Northwest Passage. I think it's from like the 40s, but it's about a guy who um, has to join the army, basically. Um, and it, it, this was before American independence, so he was, you know, joining a British it was a like a provincial and British troop of people. Anyway, what was my point? Hmm. Oh, it was like the closest thing to Dickens I have ever read. It was really interesting. It had that whole Dickens quality about it of hmm. these really kind of larger than life people and this this going from scene to scene to scene and place to place and about Rogers was... Rangers. Yes, you saw it. No, there's a. I mean, you read it. I didn't read it, but there's Northwest Passage is a movie. It's a movie, right? Oh. Spencer Tracy. I, I didn't know they had a movie of it. Yeah. Yeah, Rogers Rangers. Did, did Spencer Tracy play Rogers? I think so. That's weird, because Rogers was like 27 years old in the book. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Well, well, this was probably late. I kept late... picturing Jason Momoa as Rogers. Ooh. This was probably late 
1930s, I would expect. Oh, so maybe he wrote it earlier than yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I but, loved that movie as a kid. I always waited for that to come on. Cause oh, that's funny. Me, I'll have to look for that now. Yeah. Rogers Rangers was a big deal up in, you know, um, Lake George and in, yeah. like that, in that area. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting to read about what it was obviously, you know, like the Adirondacks and stuff, what it was like before people really settled it. Right. You right. know, it was it was really interesting. And, I think you would like it. And they were like the first, you know, special operations. Yes. SEAL team. Yeah. Guys. Rangers. So yeah. they were law enforcement. No, they were. They were army. Yeah. Right. And they they dressed as like scotch what do they call the scotch guard sort mm -hmm. of right they were like real wilderness experts yeah okay and they went up to i believe what they did was they tried to the british were coming down from montreal mm -hmm. and they wanted to cut them off before they got to albany so they went up and mm -hmm. attacked forts and blew up their supplies saint francis was the fort that they where they killed all these. Mm. It was it was weird though because in parts of it they were just talking about slaughtering Indians, you know, and yeah. but at the same time there were Indians that were fighting with them. Right. And right. I'm not a big history person, but I learned quite a bit about pre-revolutionary history from that book, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Look up the movie. I mean, it's a really fun Yeah, I will. an old-timey movie, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think Spencer Tracy probably has the attitude. Right. But I don't think in the book he was over 30 years old. And Spencer Tracy was born 50, I think, right? <laughs> he was. Right. right. He, he looked 50 when, when he was 10. Out of the womb. <laughs> Came out with white hair. So, Bailey, is everyone um, healthy at your house these days? No yeah. one coming down with Knock on wood. Nope. We're all good. That's good. All good. Chuck's keeping busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're... we're uh... We're winding down on on his parents' place. We have a uh, estate sale in a couple weeks. So we'll be closing the door on that chapter. That will feel strange. So, yeah, it's, we were in there this weekend. His brother his brother came up. He rented a U-Haul, and he came up to grab some furniture and stuff that he was going to take back down to Connecticut. But on Friday, he tripped and fell backwards in our in the his, oh. our bed our guest bedroom and he whacked his back on the corner of the dresser oh and so he he couldn't do anything on saturday anything oh. so we were gonna move all this furniture in this u-haul and he couldn't he couldn't oh, do anything no so and you're sure about it you're sure it's a yeah right that he yeah, did, no, really he's not that kind of guy <laughs> right no he was beating himself up terribly anyway so we were at the house and it, you know it's oh very strange it's you know it's very weird being there because you could still smell them and you know yeah mm -hmm. so it was odd i was listening to a podcast and i thought of you because the guy was a wedding photographer mm -hmm. and his luxury weddings are 5 million to 15 million that's not what he gets that's but... what he charges <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, he's living the life and then <laughs> He was saying he did, he's done a lot of weddings at the Great Wall of China. He went to one where there were 500 people huh. that they sh shipped hmm. over to China. And then he did another one in Greenwich, Connecticut. They got married on the ocean, on the beach. And then everybody got into a 747 and flew to England. And they had the reception in a castle. 
They didn't have any beaches in the UK? Oh, yeah, just do the whole thing in the UK. What the hell? Because they could? They have the money? Why did they just yeah. shift the beach to the UK? Whatever. You know, 15 million is really not the upper right. end for a lot of people. They're just So I thought of you. I thought, I don't know what price range you're looking at. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the fir first venue we went to and they dropped a price and I went, Okay. <laughs> Are they ridiculous? Well, you know, they charge so much just for the place. Yeah. And I think there's so much catch up since COVID. Oh. That, you know, they can prices get it. Prices are high. Yeah, yeah. Prices are high. And, you know, the people are booked a year from now. Yeah, it's just I'm crazy. Sure. Year and a half. Actually, year and a half. Are you the wedding planner? I am not. Rachel and Matthew are the wedding planners. And they found a place this weekend they liked. So uh, they, they're going to book it. They're just going to pick a date and book it. They can so. tell them that I said, although they don't know who I am, nor do they care, <laughs> that the <laughs> nicest weddings I have ever been to have been the smallest ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Across the board. Do you remember Gail Rahill's wedding? Yeah. Yeah. It was so nice. It was nice. It was, it was beautiful. That mm -hmm. was a smaller wedding. Mm -hmm. And another friend of mine had their reception at that, what is it? Was it Lincoln Hill? Was that the name of it? That's where they're having their wedding. Oh, that's Lincoln, cool. Lincoln Hill Farms in Canada. I yeah. always thought that was super nice. I went to a few weddings there. Yeah. I think yeah. that'll be really nice. So they're very excited. And they were... Tell them I approve. <laughs> <laughs> so this place has, um, has glamping sites. Oh, that'll be fun. So they have 11 glamping sites. How fun. And, uh, and when I told my, one of my brothers that, about the location i said oh there's all these you know luxury tents he's like i'm not staying in a fucking tent <laughs> <laughs> like okay then i don't really blame him but what's the date uh i think it's going to be fall of 24 either late august or early september see just you know in my experience the shit that goes on before weddings i'm just surprised that people will let it go that long because there's so many opportunities for shit to happen mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, like just like drama fights and, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just wow. my friend uh, here, her her nephew's getting married to a woman who's Indian. Wow. And apparently like they they're insisting on the parents are insisting on this big wedding. And it's very traditional. And she thinks it's probably going to cost a quarter of a million dollars at least. Oh, my Lord. I know. Can you imagine? I've been watching. Picard. Have you guys been watching Picard? I have not, because I don't, I don't get Paramount. Yeah, uh, it's only like four or seven dollars a month. You just get it for a month and watch, and then I dump know, it. I know, I know. Yeah, I, all the oldies are bad. Uh, are they? Yes, Worf, Worf, um, Riker. Shit, I gotta watch it. Um, I gotta watch Beverly it. Beverly Crush. Troy only had so far. She's only had like thirty seconds on. Um, Crusher has a big role who I never really liked mm. that much. Um, and it's really interesting. The villain is Amanda yeah. Plummer. Really? She, she's so good. You know, she's so idiosyncratic. Does she have like some funky alien makeup or is she straight? Not really. Mm. Not really. Yeah. She's just right, no makeup. Right. And, um, she's so good. <laughs> I binged it's a little, really uh, to Netflix today. I watched the new Rob Lowe, uh, funny. It was actually kind of funny. I I was I didn't want to laugh out loud, but a couple times I did. It was kind of funny. I didn't. The trailer looked a little stiff. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it was some of the characters are fun. Hmm. We found one, The Outlaws. On, it's on Amazon. It, oh, it's written by um, 
It's Ricky Gervais's partner. Oh, Stephen Merchant? Yeah. Or Marchant, or however you say it? He wrote and directed it. Oh, I love him. The Outlaws. Is it a comedy? Yeah. It's a bunch of people who get have to do community service, so it's like a gang of misfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he, I loved him when he was Ricky Gervais's um, agent on Extras. <laughs> like the worst agent in the world. <laughs> Just the dumbest, most clueless yeah, yeah. agent in the world. It's perfect. Oh, my God. First thing, he walks in the room where they're they're meeting each other, the community service people. Oh, so he's acting in it, too? Yeah, he's, he's in it and, and writing and directing. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to have to watch. And he says, uh, hi, I'm... Frank, I forget what his name is. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm six seven, and no, everything else is not in proportion. <laughs> if it was in proportion, I'd be eight three. <laughs> great That's line. good. It took me a while to get that. Come on, Grace, you're slipping. I totally am. And of course, nobody in the group got it. Right, so right. That's a... <laughs> well, it's pretty subtle, really. I mean, it involves yeah. numbers, too, so that's a tough one. <laughs> I actually had a question about Picard, because I heard a thing about universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So I, my question was, <laughs> do people on the Enterprise, they have jobs, but do they get paid, or is everything just free? I thought I remembered in The Next Generation them saying that there's no need for money anymore. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I mean, they figured out how to have all the resources they need. So when they went to the holodeck, did they like scan a card to get into it? (laughs) No, that's what I'm wondering. It seems like anybody (laughs) could do anything they wanted, but they had to have, they worked too. They were doctors and Mm -hmm. so on. They had specialties. So was everything, when they went to eat, was it free, just free, like a cruise? All inclusive? Yeah, it's like a... you never heard anything about money on those shows. No, it's true. And if they all went to the, you know, they meet at the bar for a drink, and no one ever slapped yeah. a ten spot on the bar. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Except for those Ferengi guys, they were always talking about money. But other than that, who ever yeah. talked about money? <laughs> the only species that had no no way to be attractive. <laughs> Frankies. Like even the Gorn was more attractive than a Frankie. Right, even the uh, yeah. <laughs> even the Klingons. Come on. I was talking to someone today about that Saturday Night Live skit when Sh- William Shatner was the host and he's addressing a Trekkie convention and he's like, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's happened to him? He, I haven't seen him in anything, any ads or anything lately. Is he? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think he's still fine. Yeah. He's one of those people that you think is never going to go. I know. You know? He's like 90s, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he has to be. Look, Bailey's like, got to look it up. <laughs> I got I'm into that. I'm into Googling lately. I We saw him at um, this little Comic-Con convention in Buffalo a couple of years ago. Well, probably was about five years ago. And he was 80. I think maybe he was 86 at the time. And he was still sharp, you know? Nichelle Nichols, though, you know, Uhuru, you could tell that she had, yeah. you know, memory issues and stuff. It was very sad to see. I mean, she still looked beautiful, but you could just tell she wasn't all. He just turned He just turned you know, 92. Wow. 92. Holy crow. It's as old as my parents. That's what I don't get the, the energy that people have. At this point, I have no energy. My mother still has a lot of energy. It's crazy. My dad doesn't, but my yeah. mom does. I, I, I don't know how you keep it up. Yeah. Ridley Scott. He's 90-something. and Is he? I think so. Oh, I didn't know he was that old. 
Bailey? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Bailey, Sorry. can you tell us? <laughs> can, you, can you look it up? Yes, I can. you fact check us? You know, my, my mother's 90, she'll be 93 in August, and she's finally, finally slowing down a smidge. You know, she definitely feels uh-huh. more tired, and she's still a little Energizer bunny. She lives yeah. on her own? Yeah, she lives um, independent living. That's great. Let's see. Oh, she's got like an apartment in a in Ridley complex? Scott is, Scott is 85. 85. Oh. Yeah, she's got his own apartment. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But everybody that talks about directing, what a, what a tremendous amount of energy it takes yeah. to think of doing it at that age. Of course, he has people. Mm-hmm. Talked about, oh, I thought... I thought I heard you say erecting. <laughs> erecting. Right. erecting is so hard. I had never heard anyone yeah. say it like that. <laughs> he has yeah. a lot of trouble erecting. <laughs> Without Viagra, especially. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's what happens when you have a nighttime podcast here. <laughs> yeah. Things go south fast. We should do like like a drunk history podcast. Oh no! We just we just all drink and then see what happens. Oh my god! I get wonderful <laughs> when I drink. You know, some people get nasty. I get wonderful. Wonderful for yourself or for other people? <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. know. I just it's you know. 